Welcome to Temple Priest Training Podcast. Hosted by Master Prophet Noel. Episode number two. Today's teaching, Finding the Guardian Deity. Now that you, the student, have found the Godparent, the person that will lead you into the secret temple to begin the journey of magical powers, the Godparent will begin the process of using divination to find the guardian deity that is assigned to walk with you, the student, and grant you access to the supernatural. In the religion of Santeria, where there are many African deities, there are seven spirits that are popular to the religion that most worshippers seem to call upon with prayers, rituals, and blood magic. It is the job of the godparent to use divination in the form of blood magic to pinpoint the guardian deity chosen for the student. Once the godparent knows the guardian deity for the student, he must anoint them in the name of the deity and command the student to seek his wisdom first. As a believer that is looking to learn more about Santeria so that you can enter the secret temple to receive all of the magic so you can operate a prophecy business, it is extremely important that you find the godparents that will take you through this process. Remember, the godparent is the spiritual leader. He's the santero. He's the babalu. He is any person that has over 10 to 20 years in Santeria and has understood and operated in those mystical levels. The role of the godparent is to prepare you to enter the secret temple with prayers, rituals, and purifications so that when you get to the temple, you can begin to operate at all levels of magic. Now, the role of the godparent, once you go through that preparation, is to find the guardian deity assigned to you. Whoa! Each and every believer in Santeria will have one deity that will be the rock. He will be the head of who you are as initiate. And that one deity will open the doors for Santeria so that you can have access to all of the African deities. So let me give you my example. At the age of anywhere between uh, 14, 15 years old, my Uncle Jay threw a birthday party for children. So let me give you some background on my Uncle Jay. My Uncle Jay was an individual that was really into Santeria. He was a Santero. He was an individual that is the only person I know of that he had a room filled with every one of the deities at the large size. He had the statues of every one of the deities, maybe five or six feet tall. This guy had a throne room where he would worship the deities every day. I never saw this in all of my existence. My Uncle Jay used to hit numbers. He was extremely lucky. He played a lot of numbers and he would hit numbers and he never had to work a nine to five job. My Uncle Jay also used to provide spiritual counseling to people in the neighborhood. So they would come into his house. He would take them into his temple and they would do some witchcraft and, and, and they would do some, you know, spiritual stuff. And he would remove demons. He would help women get pregnant. He would help people get out of jail. He did some incredible stuff in that house. Now, at an early age, I think it was about 14, 15 years old, my uncle Jay began to do a birthday party for the children. And I recall that he threw this party 
And I remember that when we went to his house, there was a lot of music. It was a lot of Santeria music, praying to the deities, summoning the deities. And there was my uncles, my aunts, everyone was in the house. There was a lot of fruits that were dedicated to Chango and the seven African powers. There was money spilled all over the place. There was drinking, there was dancing. It was a great celebration. And I remember that in the chaos of all the music and the children running around and having a good time, my uncle stopped the music and he told everyone to be quiet. My uncle put his hands in the sky and began to ask the deities to come and begin to empower him. Now, let me make it clear. If I would have never saw this with my eyes, I would have never believed this. But let me make it clear. I can take a polygraph test any day of the week to prove that what I saw was original. I saw my uncle, Jay, started to call on the seven African powers in front of all of those people, all my aunts and my uncles, children and everyone. And I'm telling you that when those spirits started to enter his body, he was doing supernatural things that I never saw in my life. He went up to one of the ladies that was there and touched her stomach and said, you will have a girl. And he told the exact date when she would bring forth that child. He then went to another individual that was in a party. He says, come here. It was my cousin, Mickey. He said, Mickey, come here. He said, you like to you like to hit women. And he goes, no, I don't. He said, you hit women. And he says, in the name of Chango, I burn your hands. And I'm telling you, I saw my cousin flip to the floor like a baseball bat hit him on fire, screaming because of the power of my Uncle Jay. Now, I saw my Uncle Jay in that party take a full-lit cigar and put it in his mouth and chew on it and did not get burned. I also saw him take a glass and chew on the glass and he did not have any weird manifestation. If I would have not seen this stuff, I would have never believed it. And let me make it clear, Sateria is powerful. I saw my Uncle Jay do some of the weirdest things that people would never believe me unless you were in one of these kind of events. Now, in this event, he began to call on the deities. And he began to ask the deities which child that the deities choose that would be a future leader in the future. And I remember my Uncle Jay looked in my face and he said, come here. And he pointed at me. I was a little fearful because after seeing all of these different manifestations, I didn't know what to expect. He put his hands on me and he says that I summoned the power of Chango to walk with you for the rest of your life because you will be a spiritual leader. Now think about this for a moment. My Uncle Jay, this was literally years ago. I was only like 14, 15 years old. I became Master Prophet Noel close to my 40s, somewhere in my 40s. My Uncle Jay prophesied something with 100% accuracy that I would serve the deities and gain magical powers over 20, 30 years in the future. It was amazing. And let me make it clear, my journey to find Santeria, it's, it's amazing, my journey. It is seriously amazing. Because I did not just go to Santeria. I went through years of Christianity and then Chango met me and then I began to operate in those dimensions. And I want to make it very clear. 
if you are a believer, the, the God parent has to summon the deities so that they can find the guardian deity that will dedicate themselves to walk with you, the student, and give you magical powers. My Uncle Jay released Chango into my life, and he's been walking with me ever since. So this was the guardian deity for me. You, when you begin to go into the secret temple and you begin to work with your godparents, they're going to have to use divination, if it be tarot cards, if it be the shells, and they're going to have to look for the guardian deity that is assigned in your life to give you the magical powers you truly desire. This is the reason why you are always hear me tell you of the important role of the godparent. Because you see, the godparent will take you through the phases of the initiation into Santeria so that you can prepare yourself to go into the secret temple. You're going to have to do the purification, the spiritual baths, the prayers, the rituals, so that you can stand in front of these powerful deities. Remember, you're standing in front of deities of creation. Chango is a powerful deity that is considered a thunder god. You know, the Eligua is a trickster. These are some powerful deities that literally created the, 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 the existence of mankind. So I want to make it very clear. The godparent's role is to make sure that you are prepared to enter the secret temple so that you can be given all of the magical ability you desire to run your prophecy business. If you want to operate in divination, you have to use these magical deities. And I want to make it very clear. If you want consistency in your occult powers, you have to use deities. Because there is no consistency in magic if you're not connected to a magical source. So a lot of people think that, you know, the tower cards are so great and they're so mystical and they're so powerful. But the tower cards are only a tool. They are not a source. The tower card has no, no voice. The tower card is only a tool of divination. But you need a deity to walk with you to make the tower cards come alive. Did you get that? So let me give an example before I go back into the teachings. When you look at the tower cards, it reveals the future. But it's very constrained on how it reveals the future. So the tower card, you'll throw out the lover's card and it reveals about love. But it won't give the name of the lover. It won't give when the person will come to you. It will not give you the specificness that you need to run a prophecy business. So the point that I'm making is for you to use the tower cards and really have an effective occult uh, business, you need deities to fill in the blanks of information that will make it come alive. I hope I explained that properly, that you need tools of divination, but you need deities really to walk with you, to give you that extra pull. Now, when we begin to look at the life of the godparent, it is their role to find the guardian deity that will walk with you. Whoa. There will be one African deity that will claim your soul, that will claim you as a believer, that will ignite your magical powers and let you move at all levels. 
You cannot go to all of the deities. There will only be one. The guardian parent will use divination. Some of the guardian parents will use the shells and they throw the shells on the floor and they begin to look to the shells to find the guardian deity dedicated for your life. It is truly important that the godparent find the guardian deity for you because you will never enter the secret temple unless that one deity opens the doors. Did you get it? Now that the deity opens the doors, you have access to all of the deities as they invite you to come and operate at all levels of magic. I can spend so many hours telling you the greatness of these deities, the magical abilities that they bring. I could spend hours telling you all of the things that they do in my prophecy business, where they're able to help me to do Reiki. They help me to do hypnosis. They help me to do prophecies. They help me to get people out of jail. They help me to get people pregnant. I can spend hours to tell you the majesty of these deities when they begin to walk with you. Chango is the deity that was dedicated to me. My Uncle Jay laid hands on me, and he says that the deity that will walk with me for the rest of my life will be Chango. And let me make it clear, my Uncle Jay died many years ago. His prophecy came to pass because no one would have ever thought that a 15-year-old child would be in his 40s serving and worshiping Santeria. And no one ever would have thought that I would literally run a Santeria business making money, literally bringing the gospel of Santeria to the world. No one would have ever guessed that. Even me, I would have never guessed it because the pathway of my life was a weird path that bring me back to Santeria. Now, can I give you just a little bit on how I got to Santeria? At 15 years old, I began to walk through my life and I began to go through rebellious stages. At 17, 18 years old, I was messing around with a lot of girls in the Bronx, New York, and having a lot of girlfriends and having a lot of sex with a lot of girls. I got one particular girl pregnant. And then at that time, around 17, 18 years old, I started to hear about Jesus Christ and I began to convert myself to Christianity. Now, at that period of time, the girlfriend's mother convinced me to marry her because I was a Christian. I should do everything legally. And I went through that process. So I went from the age of 17, 18, connecting with this woman, getting her pregnant. 1920, we was married. We had some babies, 20, 20, 21. 22, 23, somewhere in those ranges, spending years with this one woman that convinced me to stay with her because of Christianity. For over 10 to 15 years, I was married and I studied Christianity. I was miserable. I was broke. My wife was a dirty woman. My wife was a pig. My wife didn't want to give me sex. I struggled with my Christianity. I would go to church. She would stay home and watch TV all day. I struggled for 10 to 15 years of my life in that relationship because I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I was committed to make it work. And then one day, I was in Liberty, New York. I was contemplating killing myself. I was contemplating ending my life. And I was in Liberty, New York, taking a shower. 
And I remember that an angel came into the room and told me, get the hell out of here. She's going to kill you. She's, she hates you. She's angry with you. Get out of this relationship. She's going to kill you. And the first thoughts I got in my mind was, but I'm a Christian. I can't get out of this relationship. God said, whatever man put together, let no man take apart. He told me that if I did not get out of that relationship, she would kill me. The impact of seeing that angel come into my bathroom while I'm taking a shower and giving me that word literally sent me into a massive panic attack. You're talking about for days I started becoming massively depressed. I was troubled. I was seriously troubled. And then one day I had a situation that happened that ended the relationship. And I said, from this day forward, I would never look to Christianity ever again. The woman that I was trusting, that I was married to, the woman that was birthing my children attacked one of my children and was arrested. And from that day on, I said goodbye to Christianity, goodbye to religion, and I walked away forever. And I want to make it real clear. For my journey to get to Santeria was a miraculous journey because when I started walking away from my relationship and my marriage, I was massively broken. I was confused. I lost my children. I was in such a deray in my life that I didn't know what to do. And then Chango appeared in my life and says, come here, I'm gonna teach you secrets. From that day on, my life changed. So I wanna make it very clear. The pathway I took to get to Santeria was a real difficult pathway. I should have just listened to my uncle at 15 years old and stood in the path. But because sometimes we're rebellious, we wanna travel in whatever path we, do, we want to, and that caused me years of struggle. If I would have listened to my uncle Jay's voice that told me that this was the path for me, that this is the only place that I would have success, I would have saved myself 20, 30 years of struggle. But because I did not listen, I ran into Santeria later in my 40s and spent over 15 to 20 years in struggle. Today, I stand on Santeria and no one can shake me from here and I will never leave it until I go into the grave. Secret number one. Once the godparent finds the guardian spirit for the student using divination, he must present him the blessed beads of that deity and the student must wear them. Once you, the student, finds the guardian deity that was chosen to open the doors of magical powers in your life, you must stay focused with that deity. You must make sure that you wear the beads of the deities, the colors of the deities. You must begin to always remember that before you enter and do any level of magic, you summon the name of that deity. The deity might be Elegua, the deity might be Chango, it might be Yamaya. Whatever the deity that the godparent reveals to you, you must walk with that deity. Why? Because that deity will open the doors of magic and will protect you as you continue to operate in the supernatural. Secret number two. Once the godparent finds the guardian spirit, he must instruct the student to perform a spiritual bath for six days in a row where white clothes are sign of submission. Once the student is given the name of the deity that will walk with you for the rest of your life, you must go through the process of purification. 
you must take these special baths, you know, salts, spiritual baths, put on these oils that the godparent provides to you and spend six days in purification. When you spend six days in purification, you are to wear the color white because you are submitting your will to that particular deity. You no longer live controlling your own destiny. You have to permit the deity to live through you. So you ask me, Master Prophet, what do you mean? Real simple. Chango is the guardian deity that I walk with. This is the particular deity that literally transformed my life. Every teaching course Chango wants, I manifest it. I do not teach courses because somehow I read something on the internet. No. I do not teach courses because someone is speaking about something and that's a trendsetter. No. I only teach what Chango wants me to manifest. So if you look at all of the topics of the teaching courses that I create for Santeria, those are original topics. There is no basis of someone else's stuff. This is all original because Chango told me to teach these topics. So I'm going to make it very clear that when you go through the process of purification, you must take off the old self. You cannot come to these deities talking about tomorrow you want to start working real estate. You cannot come to these deities talking about you want to be on vacation, drinking and smoking and having a good time. I'm going to make it very clear. That's not what's going to work. If you want to be a temple priest and you want to operate at all dimensions of magic, you must follow the voice of the deity and begin to ask him, what does he want for your life? If Chango tells you that there is no drinking, I'm sorry to tell you people, no drinking. If Chango tells you no hanging out, well, I'm sorry to tell you, there's no hanging out because the guardian deity will dictate what he will permit and what he will not permit if you want magical powers. And I want to make it very clear. Don't let a person dictate what you should do and you shouldn't do. Hear the voice of the guardian deity. So he said, Master Prophet, explain that. No one on this earth will tell me what I can do and what I can't do. I don't care what level of Santero you are. I will not listen to anyone's voice. But when Chango communicates with me, I will obey every word he says. Me and Chango have an agreement and we have an understanding. He tells me what I can do, what I can't do. He tells me what people to stay, keep away from my life, what people to bring closer to my life. And I follow his constructional advice that he gives me and I have incredible levels of success. I do not operate my life by what I want. I look to the deities first. Did you get that? I make sure that if the deities want me to create these podcasts, I create them. I make sure if the deities want me to create de uh, DVDs, I create them. But I will not create them just because I want to create. And I want to make it very clear that if you are a student, you must understand that when you go through those six days of purification and you begin to start wearing white, white is the symbol of humility, 
White is a symbol of submission. You must let go of your old self. You are no longer in charge of your own destiny. You have to constantly listen to the guardian deity that is walking with you as that guardian deity gives you advice. Chango gives me advice about everything. I can spend so many hours on so many good advice that Chango gave me that changed my life. So let me give you an example. Let me give you some examples because this deity has changed my life. Chango has showed me certain things I needed to do in my business that was years ahead of my competition. He showed me a whole bunch of stuff to do. Chango showed me about pricing, what I should ask for a donation of. Let me make it, let me make it more personal. When I'm on the phone with a person, a client, I never met the person. This is the first time I'm doing a prophecy at a $75 donation. I don't know their income. I don't know their life. I know nothing about the person. All I'm making is $75 because they want me to reveal a secret and give them information about an area in their life. Chango will come up to me and tell me, charge her $2,000 because she has this son of hers in jail. He's going to do 25 years in jail. Ask her for the $2,000 donation because you're going to spend six months. And in the six months after you complete this, he's going to be freed out of jail for a technicality. And explain that to her. When I tell this woman this information, first of all, she's amazed of it. And within seconds, she tells me, do you want me to pay you through Cash App or do you want me to pay you through uh, PayPal? This is how powerful this deity is. So why do I want to run my own life when Master Prophet Noel in his existence, I spent 15 years married miserable because I made wrong choices or should I just listen to a deity that can give me success in every area of my life? I choose to listen to the deity because every time I listen to Chango, he gives me some great advice that always moves me further in my economics. Secret number three. It is the student's responsibility to stay connected to the godparent to ask spiritual questions he or she needs guidance with to avoid other sources. The student will develop faster spiritually when it seeks the wisdom of the godparents and the deities directly. Whoa. Let me make this very clear. If you are the student, and you're going through the process of the initiation into Santeria and beginning to find the guardian deity that you will walk with, I recommend that you communicate only with the godparent and the deity directly. Get all of your wisdom communicating with the godparent. Get all your spiritual wisdom communicating with the deity directly. Do not get your wisdom anyplace else. Whoa. So people will come to me and say, Master Prophet, you know, I'm on the Internet. I'm reading all these blogs about Santeria. I'm reading all I'm watching all these videos on Santeria. I'm listening to all this stuff, all these websites, all these blogs, all of this stuff online on Santeria. And the first thing I tell them is this is not the way I would recommend. Do you not understand that everyone that is teaching Santeria is moving in other dimensions? You might not be ready for that level of revelation that person online is talking about in Santeria. You might be at a, uh, at a really beginning level. So if you're going to be entrenched 
with a level that is beyond your understanding, you're going to bring yourself confusion. Why do you need confusion in your life and you're studying everyone's teachings on Santeria when you can just actually go to the Godparent, which they know exactly where you are spiritually, and then you go to the deity, and that deity will be able to give you the instructions for the season you're in. And I want to make it very clear. A lot of people come to me and says, Master Prophet, I'm watching these, these DVDs on Santeria. These are amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the first thing I, I tell them, you only have one year in Santeria. Why are you watching those DVDs? Those are not for you. Those are for people that are much more mature in the religion. And you have to understand this that people are going to teach you things that you might not want to learn and pick up. So let me give an example of what I mean. When I first came into Santeria, I was in this occult bookstore, and I began to read all kinds of books on the occult. And I remember that I was reading a book, and it was called The Spirit's Book. I can't remember the author of this book, but it's very famous in the world of Santeria. One of the clerks came to me and said, you should read this book. And she put it in my hands and I purchased a book. It was called The Spirit's Book. I think it was by an author called Beckerham, but I'm not too sure. It's called The Spirit's Book. When I took this book home, it started giving me an incredible revelation about spiritual works, how spirits come, how they communicate with you. And, you know, and I, and I read the first couple of pages of this book and I was like, wow, this is a really, you know, deep book because it was like a, a communication of an author communicating with these spirits and deities, giving them instructions. Now, this was where the problem really started. I began to read the book and then the book began to say that the spirit required certain things of the initiate before he gets magical powers. The, the spirit required that the person is always in purification, be wearing white clothes, make sure that the person didn't have any sex, make sure that the person didn't um, drink sodas. It started giving all of these rules, massive amount of rules. No sex when you're doing rituals. You can't drink soda. You can't curse. You can't do illegal stuff. It, it just gave all these rules. When I started reading all of those rules that this book was giving me, I took the book and I threw it in the garbage. Why? Because if you're going to operate in Santeria, the only rules you should follow is the rules that the guardian deity that's dedicated to your life presents to you. You don't need more rules on top of Santeria that's going to make you fall and stumble because you can't follow all of these rules these rules and regulations. And I want to make it very clear. You should not follow the rules of man or woman. You should follow the rules of the deity that comes to you and begins to say, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. So let me give an example on how Chango communicates with me. Chango gives me the freedom to do almost anything I want. If I want women, Chango will give it to me. If I want uh, opposite, whatever I want, Chango will bring it to me. But Chango will tell me to stay away from certain things, especially in the area where I'm really the weakest. So let me give an example on my life. Chango tells me to stay away from alcohol because in my family, everyone in my family is an alcoholic. My mother's an alcoholic, my father, my uncles, my aunts, everyone in my family are drinkers. So one of the areas that Chango 
tells me that I need to have incredible caution is, is, is drinking and using alcohol. The second area that Chango puts a warning inside of me and a caution in me is touching other women. Every person in five generation cannot keep their penis in their pants. They touch all the women they want. My father has babies from all over the place. My oldest brother has babies all over the place. My other brother has touched so many women and everyone is just touching everything. So Changwil comes to me and says, since you have adultery in your bloodline and this is generational, you have to stay away from women and be dedicated to one person if you want to be effective in Santeria. So what I do is I listen to his voice and I keep my eyes in those areas. So there are three or four areas that Chango begins to tell me you have to keep this in control. You have to watch this because this is your areas where magical powers will come against you to make you fall. If you want to be a great prophet, if you want to operate in all levels of divination using Santeria, you have to watch these four areas in your life and keep your eyes closely on it. I know the four areas where darkness will try to attack me. And because I know that, because, because Chango gave me that revelation, I am strong as a spiritual leader because I know what to avoid. So when I want to make it very clear, you should never pick up a spiritual book giving you so many rules. You should follow the voice of the guardian deity that will tell you the generational curses that are in your family. And those are the things that you need to keep an eye on because those have more power. Remember, you, the student, should look for the godparent to instill the wisdom necessary for the development so that you can continue to move forward as you develop your magical powers. The godparent will be the best source because they know where you're at spiritually. The deity that has chosen you will be your best source. You know, hearing the voice of the deity directly will really move you further in your development. Now, you can go online and read all those blogs. You can go online and watch all those videos on Santeria. It's going to bring you confusion. It's easier for you to continue to develop in Santeria at the stages that you are at by listening to the advice of people that truly care about you and know your spiritual development. Here are three pieces of advice the godparents should give to the student. Advice number one, take your time in learning and growing in Santeria. Avoid rushing to gain magical powers. When the student is trying so hard to advance, they will be seduced by low-level spirits that will trick them in hearing the counsel and learning their voice. Since the student has not mastered the voice of the deity they serve because it only comes with time, it will be easy for you to be tricked by a low-level spirit. It is the job of the godparent to begin to inform you, the student, to take your time as you develop your magical powers. You don't need magical powers in 24 hours. Take your time. You have to realize that, that the number one voice that you have to learn and master is the, the voice of the deity that's actually walking with you. See, I had to learn how to hear Chango's voice. I had to learn how to hear his voice when I was confused, when I was depressed, or when there was things in my mind. I had to learn his voice. His voice had to be the most important voice in my life. 
And I want to make that as clear as possible. It took some time. It took time on how Chango comes to me. This deity is just not going to appear to you every single day and just communicate with you. He comes for reasons. So I had to learn when does he come? What part of the day does he come? And what messages does he come? And the reason why you have to master the deity's voice is because you're going to be tricked by low-level spirits. A lot of people that come into Santeria are not hearing the voice of the guardian deity. So you say, Master Prophet, whoa, 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 whoa. You got a lot of people that are claiming to hear the voice of the deities. Let me, let me prove to you that a lot of people that are doing Santeria are not hearing the voice of the guardian deity that has chosen to open the doors of Santeria. Let me prove it to you. If you look in the world of Santeria, there are Santeros, Babalus, and spiritual leaders doing a bunch of illegal stuff. Can I be honest with you for a moment? Please, can I be honest? Go in New York City and travel around all of the botanicas and just take a couple of minutes and you'll notice that a lot of these Santeros, Babalus, spiritual leaders, are in the drug business. They're doing illegal stuff. No one is going to convince me that you are standing in front of the seven African powers selling drugs. I'm sorry, you're not going to convince me of that. You're going to convince me that you're doing this by listening to the voice of a low-level spirit. Did you get that? The seven African powers, when they're communicating with you, they're going to evolve you to become more spiritual. They're going to be involving you to become your best version of yourself, to help um, humanity, to help mankind, to help the people. The deities are here to help mankind, not to destroy them with drugs. And I want to make it very clear. I know we got a, a, a big image in Santeria that there's a lot of people using Santeria to sell drugs. I don't believe that they're listening to the guardian deities. I believe that they've been tricked by a low-level spirit that's looking to cause levels of harm. Because my Chango, my Eleguan, my Yamaya will instruct me to elevate myself, to become a blessing to everyone around me. She will never permit me to do anything illegal. And I want to make it very clear. So this is the reason why I'm communicating with you. That as you begin to develop in Santeria, take your time to master the voice of the guardian deity that has been chosen for your life. The guardian deity will show you how to elevate yourself. The guardian deity will instruct you to purify yourself, to be good to those you serve, to, to care for those individuals, to learn and grow in your magic so you can help everyone that comes to you. Everything about the guardian deity instruction is to help mankind and to move at other elevations so that you can be the best person when they come to you. Whenever you go to a santero, babalu, or a spiritual leader that's doing any kind of illegal activity that is touching the women whenever they can't pay their fees, that person is not being instructed by a deity. That person is being instructed by a low-level low spirit that's causing them harm. They rush to develop in the magical realms 
And now they're connected to a voice of a low-level spirit. That's why they're vibrating low-level things. That's the reason why when you go to a lot of botanicas, why do you feel poverty when you go into that? Because they're vibrating with low-level spirits. You don't feel abundance. You feel poverty. This guy is selling a candle for $6. I mean, how much money can he be making? Why is he vibrating there? Because in back of the botanica, he's running numbers. In the back of the botanica, he's selling drugs. He's doing stuff. So if you are connected to a low-level spirit, you're going to vibrate low-level entities. But if you're connected to the seven African powers, the power of Chango, who's a thunder god, the power of Elegua and all of these powerful deities that are the creators of life and death, then you're going to become the best version of yourself and you're going to avoid all illegal activity because that stuff is not helpful to mankind. Advice number two. The student will learn his or her purpose in Santeria by the deity only. The student must spend enough time in the deity's presence. The student must not permit anyone to outline the path for their destiny. You as a student must always understand that no one should move you in the direction of your purpose. It should be the guardian deity that has chosen you. You see, the deity has a specific pathway that even in the religion of Santeria, it might be unique. So you have to make sure that as a student, when you look for your assignment, when you look for your message, when you look for your products and services that you're going to render, don't look at what everyone else is doing. Look for the deity to hand it and show you the direction you must go. Whoa. So let me explain what I mean. I worship Santeria and the seven African powers, but I don't do it the traditional way that the old school Santeros choose to do it. I will never walk around with beads around my neck, walking in all white, acting all holy. This brings fear to everyone I consult. So the way I do it is, the way Chango gave me instructions on how to bring Santeria to the masses is by teaching them prophecy and integrating Christianity with the occult and teaching how people how to move at those higher levels. When I focus my specificness of teaching Christians on how to move in Santeria, my majesty level begins to operate and I have success in everything I do. This is not the traditional way of Santeria. And I want to make this real clear. Chango gave me the instructions that I am to take Santeria to the Christians. And I'm there to integrate it so that it can be so smoothly and show them the benefits of operating in this mystical level. Majority of Santeros could never do that. Majority of spiritual leaders in Santeria can never do that. They will never be able to convince Christians to accept Chango as their Lord and Savior. I promise you they can't. But for me, it's a mastery level. Why? Because I have thousands upon thousands of scriptures in Christianity that was given to me by powerful deities in my memory that I never have to study. Tell me how many Santeria uh, uh, Babalus or Santeros you can say that can literally quote thousands of scriptures given to him by a deity. And I promise you, you won't run into any. 
This is my level of mastery. So since the deity chose me to train the Christians, the deities gave me thousands of scriptures in my memory, which I can easily just touch through Christianity. And then the deity began to show me how to use Christian theology and mix it with Santeria that so perfectly is so flawlessly that I am the only person that can make a claim that I have trained hundreds of people to come to Chango in the seven African powers under the guides of Christianity. Now, how many Santeros, how many Babalus can make a claim that they grabbed students of Christianity and converted them 100% to, to Chango and the seven African powers? And I'll call you a liar because not too many people have that giftedness. So this is the point that I'm making. In advice number two, the student must learn what the deity wants them to do by spending enough time. You have to stand in front of your deity, your guardian deity, and ask them for the message that you are to bring to the world, the products and services that you are to create, and the movement that you are to bring forward. Don't expect that you have the same thing that everyone else is doing in Santeria. Because I'm making it very clear, majority of people that I know that are into Santeria are literally selling their products in the Botanicas. Master Prophet Noel has made more money than any Botanica I ever walked into by selling my own products away from the Botanica. Did you get that? Every Botanica that I ever walked in in New York City, I make more money than any of those shops. Why? Because I did what Chango told me to do. He didn't want my products in the Botanica. He wanted me to take my products to the people. Did you get that? So when I'm making it very clear in advice number two, if you are a student and you want success in Santeria, don't look for the traditional way as the, as the, as the image on how you're going to function. Look to the deity to bring newness to this religion because Santeria needs to grow. There's so much fear in Santeria. There's so much ignorance in Santeria. Someone is going to have to stand up and become a leader and begin to make this thing grow. Because only when we change the face of Santeria will you have more converts come to us from all over the world. This is my job as Master Prophet Noel. Vice number three. The student should avoid the lust of the flesh, drinking, using drugs, and sexual freedom if the student wants to operate in black magic long term. Whoa. So let me explain what I mean. I truly believe that when you are functioning in Santeria, you are given the freedom that you, can, you can't even imagine. As a Master Prophet Noel and as a, a Babalu, as a Santero, as a person that is literally moving at the highest level of Santeria, I have the freedom to do almost anything. But because I have this level of freedom, I do not abuse my freedom because of the dangers of my decisions. I keep away from drinking. I keep away from using drugs. I keep away from sexual freedom so that I can focus my message and build the religion of Santeria and take it to the masses. The moment I begin to do these things of the flesh will be the moment I start to stumble and lose my focus and the religion of Santeria will not go and develop and continue to go into the world. So my job as a spiritual leader 
is to avoid the lust of the flesh if I want to operate a business long term. Because I know of many santeros, babalus, and spiritual leaders that begin to touch their clients, especially young clients, because they can't control the flesh, and they get thrown in jail. And I know a lot of people doing some weird stuff in Santeria that I do not recommend. You don't want to do this stuff. You want to be amplifying the world. You want to tell everyone about these powerful deities to become the best version of themselves. Not be indulging and using magic to convince a 16-year-old to be touched because you can't control your flesh. So I'm going to give you some advice. Advice number three. You, the student, if you truly are looking to operate with Santeria long-term, stay away from the things of the flesh. Stay away from the drinking and using drugs and sexual freedom. And focus on the voice that the deity brings to you in spreading Santeria to the world. Your job as a student is to take the Santeria to the world using social media, using the internet, using blogs. Take Santeria to the world, but show the best version of Santeria. Show them how they can use these deities to become better versions of themselves and help mankind. And I promise you, that the deities will look at your effort and your purification and will grant you an anointing that will bring transformation not only to your generation, but to generations to come. If you enjoyed today's message and want to hear more of Master Prophet Noel, spiritual teachings, please visit the website at www.universityofpropheticcoaching.com to see the large selection of teaching courses, CDs, DVDs, and phone memberships we make available.